Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. to Behind the Lines, week number 13, lucky number 13, scores and odds. Dean here hosting, follow me at DFS underscore Almanac. Joined as always, Ryan Reed at DudeManPah, that's D-U-D-E-M-A-N-P-A. Ryan, uh, week 13, the season's flying by, but let's give a quick little rundown as far as uh, what went down week 12. How do we do? Uh, the quick synopsis of week 12 was Thanksgiving Day saved us. A quick 3-0 out of the gates on Thanksgiving Day. Should have taken you up on the side bet with the Giants. Wasn't wasn't confident enough to dig my Dean hole further down. Um, but that ended up, we ended up 8-6, and six, so we made about a unit and a half after losing six tenths on the uh, losses there. Total records like 103, 72, and 6. We're still clipping along at 57%. We got four more weeks left. Let's keep winning some money. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Uh, you should have taken – I was offering you some free money. I told you, like, the Cowboys, the number is too big. You were on it. Uh, you were right. I was wrong. But you know what? You got to you gotta lay the money on the table for it to, it to be action. So it's other, well, maybe we'll make something work organically throughout this show. I'm sure we'll disagree on something. Lots of games to talk about. Very first one, Thursday night going down. Buffalo in New England. Division battle rivals for sure. Buffalo, three-and-a-half-point favorites in New England. 43-and-a-half is the total. What is your lean I want the under. And I know yeah. that sounds a little dangerous. Yeah, sounds a little dangerous. I mean, I've been doing this all year. It's just Thursday night. My favorite thing is subpar offensive performances on Thursday night because of the short week. I always lean with the home team, the team with the better running game. This this all shapes up for Belichick to continue. I mean, he's also 6-2 and two against the spread in his last eight. Um, the Patriots are Buffalo's one and four against the spread on the road because they always have to carry that favorite tag when they go on the road. And then they're not always punching it in at the end. Um, we've talked a couple times that Allen has just not been quite as good. I, I really didn't think that they looked that bad. They were still able to put some points up last week, but it's Thursday. I'm going to take under 43 and a half in new England. The only way the Patriots can maintain staying close, which it does seem that everybody thinks is going to happen as we had the minus six get beat down to about minus three and a half right now. Um, this game's going to stay close and Belichick and the Patriots are going to try and slow it down. Uh, they're going to run the ball. Hopefully <laughs> I doubt Max throwing for 300 yards this week. How's that? Um, bold call. It is a bold call. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's just that the game plan is to keep the ball out of Allen's hands. Does that make sense? It does. I'm glad I don't have to make a pick in this one because I'm kind of torn because I see it both ways and that, 
you know, Buffalo with all their funky traveling back and forth and back and forth with Detroit and playing on Thanksgiving, not playing again on Thursday and traveling again on Thursday. It's their schedules got to be all sorts of messed up. They're racking up those frequent flyer miles, but then it's the bills and they're supposed to overcome everything because they have the best, like one of the best offenses and one of the best defenses. So I don't know. And the hook of course is like, right. The three, I'll take Buffalo probably that the hook eh. is, is that, is that enough of a difference to, to take the paths? I suppose maybe, but you just said, screw it. I'm just going to take the under. I don't, you don't want to mess with the, the side essentially, mm. um, which I like, I mean, it's, it's a tough call. It's a true coin toss. As Let's say the Pats are up three and the bills get a late TD and then you're at the four, you know, I mean, I do, Still feel like the Bills could probably end up winning this game. If I could have gotten that spread at six, I 100% would have grabbed it. But at this point, I do feel like the under is probably safer. All right, let's move on. The Jets in Minnesota. Um, Minnesota getting uh, they're, they're, the league is basically saying, or Vegas is basically saying these teams are even, right? Minnesota, home favorite, three point favorite against the Jets. Awesome game by Mike Waite last week in the slop, no less. Um, you know, looks like he's taking up the job there for New York. 44 and a half is the total and Vikings. This is just a you know, Vegas saying three point line. They're 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 the home team. Let's, let's lay the three. These teams are essentially equal. Uh, Carter unlikely to play. We'll see is that doesn't matter a ton. Just worth noting. Michael Carter has not been practicing. Um, yeah. What do you got as far as the Jets and the Vikings? I want the Vikings minus two and a half. I see this numbers moved here a little bit. Let me get a new. Is that available somewhere? Yeah. So you can still get minus three at like even money, which means we should still be able to get the minus two and a half at minus 110, minus 115 at the worst. Yeah. Just a second. Just a second. Sorry, I had that one queued up. I guess I forgot to write down the juice earlier, but I thought there was one, two and a half left on the board. It is minus 125. Oof, that's a big move. Is that worth it? The half a point? I would have preferred the minus 120. Um, no, I'll just, I'll just take the push, the minus three at even money now, and worst comes to worst, you're going to get the refund. So yeah. Vikings minus three, um, man. Sure, the Jets look great with White last week. Uh, they're on the road. Let's see. The Jets are actually four and one against the spread on the road, and five and one to the under. Um, I don't know. I kind of like Minnesota. Uh, I feel like everybody's just down on them. They were down on them last week. I dug in and bet Cousins, and, and I'm going to do it again. The Jets are going to go on the road. The Vikings are a solid team. I think they can hold on to a field goal win here. All right, fair enough. We will uh, move on to uh, talk about the Denver Broncos because we have to, and they're on the schedule. They're getting eight and a half points in Baltimore. Uh, West Coast team playing one o'clock on the East Coast. Now they're not officially West, you know what I mean? Uh, Denver flying out to, to the East. They're putrid in most time zones. Uh, eight and a half points in uh, Baltimore. Baltimore getting, uh, they got beat last week, didn't they? I believe they did, right? Yeah, they did. By the Jags. Yeah. Shout out to They Jackson. burnt us. They burnt us. Yeah. Well, you eight know, points. They've been kind of disappointing. They're seven and four this season. Denver three and eight, just dying to hit the sim button on this season. But you know, can Denver keep this one close enough? Maybe. Um, <laughs> Baltimore doesn't actually cover at home, and I think they're where, where is this game at? Denver's ten and one to the under. Baltimore doesn't cover. They're one and four against the spread in their last five at home, and that usually comes with that minus nine that we're starting to see, minus eight and a half. Um, Man, Denver's awful. Can we just start flexing them off the show? I noticed that the NFL was like, hey, you know, Pat Mahomes and the Broncos are going to play. We're just going to move that game and we're going to slide somebody else in. Can we start doing the same? Flex fair? them out of the league, not off the show. Just get them out of the league. Relegate them to the XFL or the USFL or the Canadian League. Uh, um, any league that's willing to take them. 
So last week, I really kind of wanted the over in the Miami game. I wanted over 46 and a half. And, and you immediately chirped back at me and you said, are you not worried about Houston not scoring enough to get you there? <laughs> and I honestly, I think I then said, wow, the Miami's going to score 30 something, which they did. But then, you know, the gas gets let off and Houston was just bad. They were not able to put up any points. Um, how many points are the Ravens going to score? Because I don't think the Broncos get more than 14. Yeah, what is their uh, – if you do the projected team total for Denver, I don't think it's very high. Just kind of give it a scroll. You take a peek at what the total is and what the line is. Their projected team total is 15.5, Denver. Um, I would not bet over 15.5 personally. Absolutely not. Um, so all, all that was a long-winded way to say I'm going to take the under 39 and a half. As I don't think either team is breaking 30. Yeah, Baltimore can run the ball a good bit, too. Let that clock work. Jerry Judy did not practice today on Thursday recording. it. K.J. Hamler had a setback as well. So, you know, again, it's kind of a lost season. And Baltimore's uh, going to run. Broncos are going to just three and out and then yeah. whatever. So, who knows? 24-10? I could see that, yeah. I like it. Under 39 and a half. 27-10, you're still there? Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's talk about Pittsburgh. Uh, one bad game to another. Uh, Pittsburgh at Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta is getting a point and a half at home. 42 and a half is the total. Pretty low number in the dome these uh, this time of year, but uh, you know these offenses are um, sketch, let's say. Let's put it that way, sure, I suppose. You got to lean as far as Pittsburgh at Atlanta. I do. Um, I don't want to touch a spread in this game, though. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I think we're going to go with an over here. Oh. Yeah. You like that. Um, it's a low about, total for a dome game. It's a low total for a dome game. Uh, the Steelers actually looked a little bit better on offense. So maybe we're going to start scoring a little bit more than 14 to 15 points a game out of them. Um, we'll, we'll take in the fact that Atlanta somehow seems to find a way to put up mid-20s on pretty much anything. It must be the dome. Um, hey, I just... There's a lot of money coming in on it too, which it hasn't moved yet. I'll just catch it before it bumps. Um, I think it's a little low. I think the Steelers are going to be able to score 20, and I think the Falcons are going to be able to score 20, and then we'll figure it out from there. We're a field goal away. Yeah, I mean, unless it's 21-20, you should be good. And 22-20 is a tough score to make, but yeah. Uh, I, I, I like the over as well too. Just I'm not really sure how it's going to happen. <laughs> you look at these offenses. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. It just feels like that kind of week though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that call. That, that will be my lean as well in this game because I so I don't love the sides. I don't love either team. Like, I don't feel confident either team's going to win this game necessarily. Let's move on. Uh, Tennessee versus – last thing to add there. I, I don't know if anybody's really noticed, but if you go back through a lot of our picks throughout the year, I'm, I'm definitely hovering around the key numbers and dragging the hooks. So I don't want these spreads that are inside of three. Like, this is awful. If you give me three and a half, six and a half, seven and a half, and you let me work my way around it, I'll do that kind of stuff. But it seemed like we had a lot of these sort of games on the board this week. So we'll keep going. All right. Well, I got a four and a half for you now on layaway. So you should be able to take a quick stand on this one. Tennessee, the Titans on the road in Philadelphia. Philadelia, just one loss this season. Ten and one minus four and a half as far as the spread. Looks like that went down a couple since the open. It opened at six and a half. Now it's down to four and a half. Unless that was a. Is that like a soft open and like one book got hammered? I'm not really sure. You tell me. And the total is 44 and a half. The, this, of course, is the A.J. Brown revenge game. Don't forget that. He's very angry at the Titans. I don't know. Is he angry? I'm not sure. He's just good. Yeah. 
He is good. He is good. They don't use him right still, but um, he is amazing. Uh, this game actually, I took it Tennessee plus six this morning at about six thirty in the morning. Okay. And this is where we stand now. So, how does that work for the show, though? Can you lock in six, or can you go retroactive, or the show you got to like whatever the line? I, is I was I was hoping the line wasn't going to move this far in like five and a half hours. Is really what I was like. I literally yeah. MGM minus one twenty this morning, and I had to buy that half a point. Um, the under would be the next lean on this game. I mean, you're looking at. And we kind of had we had an under that got just annihilated by Green Bay and the Eagles last week. So maybe that was the only reason I kind of felt burnt here. Um, man, I'd, I'd just wait. I'd wait until see if we get down to four for the Eagles and come back the other way. I like the Tennessee plus six. That was kind of my favorite. I yeah. feel like we uh, we missed the window there. You can't make your own line. Yeah, you, you got in on it. Like officially, you you have American dollars wagered on. Yeah, it. yeah. But- now, as for uh, where we're at, as far as the show in, in live real time. Well, hold on. Can we stretch a can we stretch a win bet? We'll go to the next game and I'll take a look and see if we can get win bet up to six. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, feel free to go, but we'll, we'll, we can go retroactive if we need to. Take a peek at the uh, next game. It's this is a fun one. Like, uh, you know, it could be. A, I think this is a fun game. I know it's not two great teams, but Jacksonville, Detroit, same record. They're both four and seven in a dome. One of the highest totals on the board, 51 and a half, basically a coin toss. You got to lay a point if you want Detroit. Um, Jags coming off a big win last week. Detroit, uh, they, they, they had a nice little counterpunch there with Buffalo. It was a good matchup. They succumbed eventually to uh, the Bills on Thursday night. But uh, the Lions back at it at home versus the Jags. Minus one, 51 and a half, big boy total. Where you at? Uh, Tennessee plus six, minus 125 on Barstool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now we'll come back to this game. Uh, the Jaguars are just better than everybody thought, I guess. I mean, everybody kind of sniffed that out at the beginning of the year. And, man, they, they burnt me last week with um, the Ravens. I kind of thought the Ravens were going to be able to hang on to that game. I don't know that I like this game so much. Uh, Jacksonville's 1-4 and four against the spread on the road. Detroit's 4-0 and oh against the spread at home. All those games go to the over. Do you want to bet on Detroit in this game? It just feels wrong. I don't like this game. It's me it's, either. It's it feels like chaos. Okay. Uh, this I don't was like another it. game where I don't have an official play written down. Um, my lean would be the De- Detroit to cover, but the spread is like next to nil. So that always makes me feel those other spreads that they were covering were more more than one. So they're just gonna have to win this game, at which point you might as well go to a money line. And I don't really want to take either one of them. I'm seeing Detroit minus one, one um, 106, and money line is, is 108. Yeah. Um, you might as well take the minus. Well, no. Well, yeah, never mind. Take the plus one. I was thinking. I didn't see this right here. Is that live? I see like minus ones and then like plus ones. So that's weird. You got a Detroit plus one? Yeah, right here on Caesars. Oh, okay. Then take that. <laughs> that works. It's good to have a lot of books, by the way. You're in basically the best state as far as versatility. You pulled Barstool up, and I know Barstool's not everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's advantageous to, to have the most books possible to get the best possible lines. I know that sounds like simple 101, but some people need to re- be reminded. I know I was talking Same to somebody the other day, and they're like, yeah, I just use this one book. And it's like, I'm like, what? <laughs> you could, why would you not sign up everywhere you can sign up in your state? 
but uh, that's a whole other conversation. Well, once you sign up and you use your free bets, they usually just get mad and shut you down. Well, Don't ever buy the best price. <laughs> they know that. So I, I heard this, not the Dorella show, but I, I've heard this uh, thrown out there. I don't know. I wonder if there's speculation. That somebody said a smart thing to do when you sign up to a site, make the first thing you do is make 10 likes negative EV bets and like just be, label yourself like a dumb better. And like yes. that label might stick with you and mm -hmm. you'll get more rope. Go like it's a, it's a long, you're playing the long con basically. There's two theories to that then. Also, you could like try and finagle your way into instant VIP through a deposit bonus. And then you get like, you're only monitored by your rep. You're not necessarily monitored by everything else. So you, you go down the list even further. And then if yes, if you don't get yourself labeled right away, you can last much, much longer. All right. Yeah, it's helpful. I think people should be, should be known, uh, you know, let, let them be aware of like how they can you know, if you pick too many winners, <laughs> it could be a problem also. Uh, you wouldn't think so, but it can be. All right. Uh, Washington Giants. This is an interdivisional matchup here. Giants getting two and a half points at home. Kind of disrespectful. Uh, 40 and a half is the total. You feel like it's a little disrespectful here? The Giants getting two and a half at home versus Washington? No, I feel like the Washington wins this game. <laughs> well, they might. I, I don't, is Washington distinctly better? They're saying that like if this game was in Washington, that we're looking at uh, what a, a five point Washington minus five at home. Is yeah. That what, am I reading at, that? Right? At which point I'd be like hunting for the Giants plus six. Yeah, I just <laughs> I, I I think these teams are I don't want to say straight up even. Uh huh. But I think a little bit closer that line suggests. Maybe I'm wrong. No, I, I mean, I kind of agree with you, but you, so then we're talking about a close game that's going to end in a field goal, and, and I don't want to take the Giants under the field goal marker, if, you know, either way. I want to stay around that three. So the only thing I was really going to mess with here is probably this under. Um, you know, we're talking about teams that struggle, that aren't that good, that rely on their defense, that probably don't mind slowing the games down. Uh, Washington's not putting up a ton of points. Giants really aren't either. Um Seven and four to the under last 11 for the New York Giants. Eight and two to the under for the last 10 for Washington. So match made in heaven. Let's nail the under 40 and a half now. All right. Moving on. Cleveland and Houston. Houston, we mentioned before how terrible they are. One and nine. Well, one, nine and one. Let's put some respect in that tie. Uh, Cleveland, Deshaun Watson expected back uh, against his former team. Minus seven. 46 and a half is the total here. I feel like this is such a wild card. Like we know Houston's terrible. We don't know what Watson's going to be. We presume like last we saw him, he was good, but it's been a while. Um, yeah. Cleveland versus Houston. What do you got? I like that you started out with that. This is, that's exactly my first thought. And my, that would have been my question to you just now was how rusty is he? He's got to be rusty. Um, I mean, geez, Dak misses four weeks. Comes back, He comes back and we're like, Cooper Rush is better, which was totally <laughs> not true. But it was like, you know, Dak just needed a week or two there. Um, Deshaun hasn't played in over like a year and a half. Yeah. I have no idea how much practice time he was able to get with, with the, those teammates in that, in that time frame. Do you like, was he even, no, he wasn't think. able to be at the facility until like a week ago. Yeah. I believe when you're suspended, you're not allowed to be around the, the, yeah, the, the facilities at all. So okay. I don't think he had much time as far as reps and all that. Uh, and how much can you simulate like in-game action? I don't know. I, I don't pretend to know. And I haven't played, you know, uh, professional football, so I couldn't speculate. But you would think it's a logical thought that like 
you know, uh, he's got to be at least somewhat rusty. Of course, the matchup is it's a super soft landing against against Houston in a dome. Um, yeah, man. And there's all sorts of other elements to delve into, but like just football, all we can do is analyze it from a football perspective. And oh, man, it's it's tough. I I don't I don't know, man. I'll I, summarize I, my side of it right now, and that's. Okay, we're getting a lot of money to the over. The Cleveland Browns have been nailing overs all season long. Seven, three, and one in the last 11. Almost really poor math there. Uh, But, I mean, come on. Given the fact that Deshaun's first game back, I don't know that I can hang my hat on a road favorite over a touchdown line. Uh, Does that mean I think Houston's good? Absolutely not. We just watched Houston get destroyed by Miami, and they look like they didn't belong on the field. Um, But... I don't. I think if the Browns struggle a smidge and Houston doesn't put up points, the over is nowhere near guaranteed. I don't want to take the spread. It is a full pass. You know what's a? You want to go off the board? Uh, Houston plus two seventy money line. Like, look, I, I, you got to think. You know, emotional crowd, whatever it's going to be. I just don't know what to expect, and I think that's an interesting little dark. I'm not here to say Houston's good, but oh, I like this. I say, I, say, Mister Rusty. Win carries that loaf of bread and fumbles early or throws a pick six early. And that just, you just come back on the other side. I mean, the odds, you you probably wouldn't get a ton of juice, but because they're not going to move it just knowing that they scored early, hopefully they could stop them on a drive or two and you'd be able to beat it down a little further, but either way, I'm not touching this game for right now. How's that? Yeah. Earlier in the season, we saw Houston like have the ability to some extent, like establish the run with with Pierce and it's been horrific of late, of course, being down by a lot hurts too, but, Again, um, maybe that flips this week and they somehow get ahead early, defensive touchdown, big turnover, something like that. And just, you know, you're getting getting odds on it. Maybe you get something better than plus 270, but that's I'm not frozen, but I just had a thought. We might as well cover. Guess who's going to be the quarterback of Houston next year? Um, Who is going to be the quarterback of Houston next year? I don't know. know. This is so good. Derek Carr. It's going to be like the reincarnation of David Carr. He's playing like David Carr these days. Um, well, all right, we'll move on. I guess I suppose that's not bad enough. But David, I get my cars confused. Derek is the one that's in the league. David's no longer in the league, correct? Correct. Derek is playing for Vegas, and I'm almost sure he's not coming back. I thought he had like a long-term deal. Like, I guess I'm wrong uh, on that. Um, the, all right. There's going to be some shifting of quarterbacks at the end of the season, don't you think? I don't know how much mobility there is. Like, I don't know. Like, I, Denver would love to get rid of Russ, I think, but they signed a five-year, $250 million deal. So I assume they're married to him at least for another couple of years. They're screwed. But I think the old men are going to try and reposition the chess pieces for one more run at the uh, Super Bowl. Matt Ryan's so, gone, right? Like, he's got No, be- Aaron Rodgers and, and and Tom. Like, those two. Yeah. And, and who's San Francisco want? Like, are they going to move on from Jimmy? Are they going to try and win? Do they want Aaron? Well, they're just giving up on their draft pick because he got hurt. Oh, Trey sucks. They can't win a Super Bowl with that kid right now. They have a Super Bowl team. Get a Super Bowl QB and run. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like that's Brady's what I'm thinking. 97 right years now. old next year, I think, give or take. Uh, 97 divided by two. <laughs> so, uh, and then add one, maybe? I'm not sure. My math is, I went to UCF, so what do you want? <laughs> My math's a little bit rusty. The Packers, you mentioned Rodgers. Rodgers has a, he's got those ribs, but he's expected to play, I believe. Has he been practicing or have the expectation is that he'll play for what it's worth. He's got a thumb and he's got ribs, uh, limited practice. Um, yeah. Spooty love from above. He would come in, I suppose if, um, 
Rodgers doesn't go. But as of right now, Jordan Love likely on the bench. Uh, Green Bay in Chicago, big division rivals. You know, both these teams, their season's essentially over. They do hate each other. Packers laying the three in Chicago, 44 and a half. And for what it's worth, we saw this just before the show started. Um, somewhat surprising, at least surprising to me, Justin Fields, uh, full practice with his shoulder. So um, we'll see. But that, to me, suggests pretty good chance he plays this week. Don't know why. But, yeah. What do you have as far as the Packers-Bears? Flex this game with the Broncos to the moon. Um, I don't (laughs) I, I don't I don't want to bet this game either. You, you you covered it pretty nicely. These teams are pretty much out of the running for everything. Um, Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Uh, under? Mm, I thought the under was maybe a little low. Oh. 44 and a half. Oh. Oh. It's going to be all under. running this game. I, I think it's, it's just going to be these teams running on each other. Two bad rushing offenses. Defense. It's official. I'm going to bet Dean's pick on this one, and we're going to go under 44 and a half. The problem is that they're going to go like 12 yards at a time, and that's going to like they're going to get the end zone pretty quickly. Well, but, the problem is, is Rodgers gets hurt, and then Love's going to come in and score 20 points in the second half. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Seahawks. This game really opened as a three point line. Is that right? And then it jumped. It was back. so broken. I have no idea how that happened. Yeah. Have they, has Vegas, whatever book, have they seen the Rams? Uh, Cooper Cup is not walking through that door. Neither is Matthew Stafford. Neither, neither is Allen Robinson. Neither neither is Aaron Donald. <laughs> I don't know who's walking through that door. Willie Flipper Anderson is not walking through that door for the Rams. Um, yeah, Seahawks are now seven and a half point favorites in uh, the Rams at the Rams. Uh, low total for a dome, but that Rams offense is fully broken. Their offensive line is a disaster. It's a terrible, terrible team. Uh, congratulations, they won the Super Bowl, but that feels like 19 years ago. 40 and a half is the total. Seahawks, seven-and-a-half-point favorites. feels like they're just going to run the ball the entire second half. But you never know. NFL, goofy things happen. Um, team total for the Rams will be 16-and-a-half. Uh, Bryce Perkins and uh, who were his number of receivers? Uh, Van Jefferson and Ben Skournick. What's our lean here as far as Seattle and the Rams? Another divisional matchup. I think we're just 100% late to the party on this. Uh, that number's gotten out in front of us too far for the spread. I don't want to take them at a touchdown line, even as bad as the Rams are. I mean, Seattle gives up a lot of points. They stop almost nothing. I mean, didn't they just give up 40 to Derek Carr last week and the Raiders? We all had the over, so that was nice. And uh, they, they put up like 70 points, but they really do bleed. Uh Offensive yards they, they, and points. So as putrid as the Rams are, I, I don't want to take Seattle minus the seven and a half. And then this number's probably right about where it should be. I mean, Seattle doesn't stop anybody. So if the Rams put up 17 or 20 points, it really wouldn't be that surprising. Uh, can we just stay away from this game? Hey, man, this is your show. It's your I, I, I hate to uh, not necessarily have a solid play on every game, but, you know, that's the time of year we're at. The NFL is smart. Uh, Vegas is smart. Everybody has all the same data. We've seen these teams for weeks on end. Uh, everybody knows what's going on, and the lines are much sharper than they were at the beginning of the year. What is that the immovable uh, object versus, like, the unstoppable force? The inverse of that is, like, the Seahawks defense versus the Rams offense. We'll see what happens, what gives. But, I mean <laughs> – I don't want to watch it. Please, Red Zone, let's try to stay away from this game. Uh, flex. <laughs> flex it to what? Like three in the morning and then next to one of the World Cup games? Flex it to some other channel. I don't know. 
Uh, you can well, find you can find all these game red zone highlights on Red Zone Two. <laughs> the Ocho. Uh, all right. The the Dolphins at the 49ers. 49ers are laying three and a half, 46 and a half is a total. This feels like it could be a fun game. Coach McDonald going back to his old team as well. Uh, I don't really have a strong I, – I think – well, this is your show. Uh, I'm just – someone setting it up for you. But, uh, yeah, Dolphins getting three and a half on the road. West Coast, Niners, uh, a, bit of a, a little bit more of a favorite than a field goal. 46 and a half is a total. How are we feeling with this one? Hopefully better than the Seattle and the Rams. Absolutely, but apparently I'm on the wrong side of the board for this one. Uh, well, you know, from whatever this money and public action on Miami is. I'm taking the Niners. I'm going to take the Niners at home. Um, I took them at minus four. I see the numbers moving the other way. Uh, I'll just keep hitting that as it goes down to three. If it crosses three, I'll hit it again. We'll rework that position later. I like the Niners at home. The Niners are a good team. Uh, the Niners also cover, what, let's see, four and one at home against the spread, eight and one in their last nine at home. That goes all the way back to 2021. Miami is 0 3 and one on the road against the spread. They are going to pack it up from the confines of Miami where they can put the opponent in the sun and have to travel to the West Coast. Um, <laughs> whatever. The 49ers have a good defense. I just think they're the better team. Uh, I really fell in love with this team when they traded for McCaffrey, and I think they're going to go all in. I do think they're going to try and get a quarterback if they can't get over the hump with Jimmy. And I don't think they're going to return Jimmy because I think they think that that's the reason they don't get over the hump. Well, he was a one year, right? I think one or two years, Jimmy, that there's kind of a Band-Aid. It's like a just-in-case breaking, you know, in case of emergency. And, of course, their quarterback uh, tore his knee up or tore something up his first week or second week of the season. But, yeah, yeah that, you're, they're not married. That was a gift for them. That was a bad move to try and go Trey Lance this year, I thought. I, I don't watch a lot of college football. and I haven't seen enough Lance to have a read. I just – I don't know. But I've heard a lot of takes that he, they don't think he's got it, but we'll see. You never know. It might take a while with some quarterbacks sometimes. Well, he's barely had any. Uh... He was very much like Fields, in my opinion. So dominant on his legs in the running until he was able to sharpen his passing prowess like it was going to be a problem. By the way, if you want to go double or nothing, I like I like Miami. I'm down here in South Florida. I'm not a Dolphin fan, but I, I just love McDaniel. I think I'm he's in. Awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm happy to take a. a that, that was a fast one. I'm in. This is not the Giants Cowboys game. I'll take I'll take San Francisco at home, and I'll take the four. That was a that was a snap call. I was taking the three and a half. That's the official line. If you want to give me four, I suppose. I mean, I don't need any uh, you know, uh, any handouts. But if you, I mean, three and a half, I'll take just because. Well, but, I didn't realize that uh, we had three and a half at normal numbers here. So yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'll take three and a half. We'll take three and a half. Three and a half. Worst case scenario, we're gonna backdoor this Miami. Um, yeah, I feel like they keep this close. Chargers, Raiders, Chargers seem to play every single game close. Uh, this open as a Charger three-point favorite down to one, which is a little bit surprising, but, like, you know, the Chargers just find all sorts of wild ways to lose games. 50-and-a-half is the total here in a dome. Feels like this could be a potential shootout. Um, I'm a sucker for the Chargers, so I'll take the Chargers minus one personally. Where are you at as far as the Raiders, Chargers? Why is everybody betting on the Raiders? Because Jacobs ran for like 300 yards and just annihilated Seattle. Walk off homer. That was just amazing. It was incredible. And he wasn't supposed to play. He got hurt on Friday and he got hurt in the game and he still came back. Dominant performance out of Jacobs. Shout out to him. Uh, I guess he's going to get paid, at least what you can pay running backs these days, because I think he's a free agent in the offseason. But um, I, I just like this Chargers team more. And uh, straight up, or one, one point, I'll lay the point. And if that sounds like where you're at as well. Uh, actually, what did I say earlier? The Raiders don't stop anyone. The Chargers are going to score. The Raiders are going to score. I want the over. 
I bought an over 49 this morning. I'm trying to see if that price is still. At minus 110? No, minus 120. Okay. Yeah. But um, I, I liked that position. And, you know, obviously I'm price shopping and somebody left the stale lineup. And this is what you get in trouble for. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, sometimes you just can't help yourself. 49 seems really, really, uh, you know, appealing. But, yeah, obviously the minus 120 is not as appealing. But I I suspect unless, like, there's some, like, a bunch of turnovers in the red zone or, like, you know, just getting locked down in, like, 27-yard field goals, this, this definitely feels like it should be a shootout. Yeah, and I'll I'll post uh, I'll post the an over no matter what. But let's see which one's the best right now. Okay, perfect. 49. 49 has moved to one thirty. You could still get forty nine and a half at minus one twenty. We're not betting forty nine. You're getting fifty at minus one fifteen and eighteen and one twenty. So you might as well just take your half a point at the same money, same juice. Forty nine minus one thirty is like that's that's a stay away for me. That's yeah, no, no. Do you take forty nine and a half at minus one twenty, and you're getting fifty at minus one eighteen? Okay, so yeah, I'll take that one. That's what we'll write down for the show. Forty nine and a half minus one twenty. This should be a fun one. Uh, Chiefs Bengals uh, two and a half is the line here. Bengals at home getting two and a half points. Fifty two and a half is the total. It appears likely that Jamar Chase will be back next week. He was very very close last week. Um, you know, if from a watchability perspective, it's spectacular. But who cares how fun the game is? You want you want to win it. You want to win the bet. What bet do we like as far as this game? Jeez, man! Well, apparently, I can't write down any wagers five hours before we film the show. I have the Bengals plus three. Okay. I also as a minus one twenty. You see where I'm at. This week is tough. I'm not betting these things inside of these these key numbers just so we can lose. So you like Bengals plus three at, uh, at minus I 120 do. better? The Bengals than- are at home. They're 16 and three against the spread. In their last 19. They're also an under machine. Um, I do. I like the Bengals at home plus the three. I mean, even if they lose, they lose by a late field goal on a Patrick Mahomes drive, and you'll still push. So I don't want to mess with the two and a half. I don't really want to mess with the over under, even though. The Bengals have been pretty good to the under, and we've been taking a Chiefs under here recently. Um, oh, it is up to 53. Oh, well, maybe we'll start thinking about that. But for now, I'm taking the Bengals plus three at home, minus 120. All right. MGM. Uh, let's see. We have – I lost my page there for a second. Two more games. This is the Sunday night game, the Colts at Dallas. you got to lay double digits if you want the Cowboys. Ten and a half is the line. Forty-three and a half is the total. Um, you know, Matt Ryan's last time ever in Dallas potentially. Uh, not a high team total on their side. The other 16.5 is their team total for Indy. Dallas, really good defense. Their offense is clicking. One of the best teams in football right now, Sunday night. I know you don't like uh, big-time favorites, but do you want to make an argument that Indy keeps us close? Do you want the under? Where are you at? Yeah, I definitely don't like the minus 10.5 at home. This is literally the same line you just coughed up against the Giants last <laughs> week. And, and, you know, part of that is, guys, like when you're up by 17, who cares if they score a late touchdown? doesn't matter so you know it's a real thing in the nfl the backdoor cover um why is this total just getting obliterated to the over right now with sharp money um okay so here's something really interesting not to cut you off but um this this is sort of stuff you can use but Derek cardi Derek cardi as the blitz uh Mm -hmm. the blitz game level factors both these teams play very fast 
they are projected to play as far as actual game plays, 139.1 game plays. To put that in context, uh, the lowest amount of game plays projected, 122.7 Chicago and Green Bay. The more plays, the more chances for scoring. Both these teams are going to play fast. What's our average? Like a buck 27? So 139 is the top. 122 is the bottom. The middle is about like 131, 129. Yeah. Just to kind of get a gauge, but so this one's like five, six plays over. Okay, the second fastest game, Jacksonville, Detroit, 132.7 plays. This is way above that okay. 139. So all right, so they're expecting harder. one extra drive for each team, basically. Well, if it, if you want to say three and outs, I guess you could do it that way. But yeah, yeah. Uh, six extra plays, which doesn't sound like a lot, but in a projection, that's a lot. Oh, that's a lot. You yeah. tell me I'm going to get six extra three-point attempts. I'm going to take the over on those. <laughs> um, so it's, it, I think that's part of it as far as hitting the over, just two fast teams. Fair enough. I don't, yeah. don't want to mess with it. I don't like this game. The Colts really hadn't been giving up that many points, and they also hadn't been scoring that many points. Didn't they get gashed a little bit last week by Pittsburgh? That was uh, the Pittsburgh Monday night game. I did not watch it, but I just know Twitter was destroying Saturday for not understanding how timeouts work. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, I think it was a turnover, like a turnover and downs or something like that. Ended up ending that game, but yeah, um, I think it was a sloppy one too, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, Pittsburgh did beat Indy for what it's worth last week uh, in Indianapolis. Short week for Indy, and they have to go on the road as well. You know, a little bit short. You know, playing playing Monday Night Football, and then they're, well, they're playing Sunday night, so I guess extended a little bit as far as Sunday. All right. Here's what we'll do. We'll take the over 43 and a half. Every other book is going to keep moving. This thing is going to get up to 46, 47. So might as well just jump on it now and we'll figure that out. You're betting on the uh, the game level factors, right? We're getting a bunch of plays if nothing else. 100%. So over 43 and a half, minus 110. Uh, Monday Night Football, Saints, Bucks. Uh, the four and eight Saints, the five and six Bucks. I think the Bucks are close to winning that division. Right? I'm not, uh, I think everybody in that division is below 500, if I'm not mistaken. Don't, don't have the stands pulled up in front of me, but. They're still well on their way to making the playoffs by default. Bucks, uh, there's a hook here, minus three and a half. Not three, minus three and a half. And you got the total at 40 and a half. What's our lead? I hate Tom Brady. <laughs> I can never get this guy right. You know, like I, I I bet against him in his late 30s and just got annihilated over and over and over <laughs> again. Then I was like, I might as well ride it in his 40s and then got annihilated over and over again. And now it's like, oh, my God, finally, I should just start betting on him again. And now he just sucks. Um, is he dead? Is he dust? He had two drives in overtime to get us a field goal to make like our call for the Cleveland-Tampa Bay game exactly perfect. And he let us down. I think he's less dusty than Andy Dalton, if you want to ask like the dust question. Fair. You know, just you don't have to be not dust. You got to be less dusty than the next guy, and then the barrel eat that guy. So going back to it, um, they don't score enough points. They don't get out in front of people. This game's going to end in a field goal. I am not going to take minus three and a half. I am also not going to take plus three and a half. Um, but that under might be worth it because neither one of these teams score a ton of points. Under yeah. forty and a half is what I have listed as my note. And I think mm. they do play fast. It's expected to be a pretty fast game for what it's worth. Um, How come all the bets were on the under and it went up the point? I don't know. Does somebody know something? Uh, well, that's usually not a good sign. Uncle Lenny, by the way, Fournette, full practice today with his hip for what it's worth. Uh, just throwing it out there. 
maybe him and White will split uh, in the backfield there for Tampa Bay. But yeah, it's a uh, Tampa Bay's been on an insane underrun. I think almost every game this year has been under. It's been crazy. It's a huge game for New Orleans because they're last place in their division. You know, they're four and eight, but Tampa's first at five and six. And if they win this game, they can basically jump the first or big first place tie. That's how bad the NFC South is. Five and well, six. That's and also how I feel like uh, tonight's Thursday night game is going to shape up. I mean, if New England ends up beating Buffalo, that's that sends that entire division into like everybody's tied. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Miami eight and three, Buffalo eight and three, the Jets seven and four, and New England is six and five. And if New England wins, they'll be seven and five. And uh, get a Miami couple bumps be- from the other teams. Yeah, could be interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be an interesting last month of the season. Uh, do you have a best bet? Is there something you want to stress? Uh, I know, like you said, uh, it's a rough week. You know, we do this show to make some picks, and you're, you know, you're to the fire here, and you're, most of the time you're, you're taking a stand one way or the other. No matter if you love it or hate it or just barely just, you know, you have to because you're contractually obligated to do so. But uh, is there one that kind of stands out as your favorite amongst this uh, murky week? Chargers Raiders over. Yeah. I I like that one. Over Um, the official number, 49 and a half? Yeah, we had to add a hook to that since we got a little uh, line movement. And then, Man, I know it's not going to be comfortable, but I think my second favorite bet would, would be Cincinnati plus three at home. Yeah, it's never comfortable to bet against Kansas City, right? I, I think Cincinnati could win the game, though. Sure. There's really, there's really no reason they can't. Um, I like I like watching these two teams play. Same. Um, That'll be fun one to watch, for sure. It is going to be fun. So th- I think that's my second favorite right there. And uh, I definitely like the over in the Chargers and Vegas game. Anything else, Ryan, before you step aside and get out of here? This could be an interesting week to throw in some teasers. That Now that you brought this up the other week, <clears throat> we've got a lot of lines that I don't want to mess with because they're under the three, but we can go ahead and boost that stuff up, get some eights, uh, maybe change some totals, and you could put like three together to get yourself to like a plus 120. And I think that this, this would be a good week to do that. I may put one together and just post it on scores and odds so we can have one to look at. But I, I think... We do have a lot of lines that are sitting in areas where I would like to add some points. You're not big into the teasers, but if you are, is three like the ideal number for you, or it's all sort of case dependent? Uh, three would be great because then you get me all the way to 10. And you never cross zero, so I don't go the other way. Well, I mean, no, I mean, three teams, I should have asked. Oh, oh, three teams. So if you do two teams at like a six pointer, you're still going to be at like minus 120, minus 130. I really, um, I don't like that juice unless it's a single bet and I really feel confident in it. So I would rather stick around the even money marker or even a little bit higher because you can lose more wagers. You can drop your win percentage all the way down to 45 if you stay up in the plus 115, 120 zone. Yeah. And you're talking about as far as three, you meant like the line. Uh, that's, I guess that's the whole purpose, the, the whole conversation about the long teaser strategy. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you can get it up to 10, that 10's a, a nice number to sit on, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, much more appealing than nine and a half. Um, yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll, we'll discuss more of that as, uh, it's good to sprinkle in a little bit of strategy as well as along, as well as, uh, the picks. If you have any more strategy questions, feel free to hit up Ryan on the old Twitter machine. I'm sure he'll help you out. Uh, that's at dude, man, D U D E M A N P A. I'm at DFS underscore almanac. This was behind the lines week number 13. Hopefully it's a lucky for a lucky week for you, everybody out there. Uh, this was, uh, presented by scores and odds on behalf of Roto grinders as well. That was Ryan. I was Dean. Thanks for watching. Win something this week. We're out of here. Out. Niners minus three and a half. Beat Dean. No. Oh.